0: Welcome to Reconsidering WCW Nitro, uh, this is WrestleWolf as well, I am Dr. Damien Gibson and joining me as always is the man who only deals in kayfabe, it's Matthew Kayfabe.
1: What a great day for a wrestling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not as exactly we- excited to talk about the American males as I am? <laughs>
0: Do we do we want to let the listeners behind the curtain, or are we just going to pretend like it's? uh...
1: Well, now we have to let them behind the curtain. This is I live in kayfabe. I live in kayfabe both in the podcast and and in real life. And you've uh, you've really fucked that up today. Yeah,
0: sorry, man. Um, I'm literally thinking about eight things at once, so I apologize. (laughs) Um, We we lost an episode. We have a lost episode. Um, well, it's not lost. It's in my hard drive, in my Mac. Uh, I have photographic evidence of that. I can put it on the socials if we want the most boring social post of all time. Um, but I can't edit it and I can't post it. So we're doing the, this is the second time that we have done January the 15th, 1996, uh, coming to us from the Night Center in Miami, Florida.
1: Um. This one deserved, deserves an extra podcast, I think. I think it's just such, such a momentous uh, episode of, of television that it deserves a little bit more.
0: Mm. Well, we'll see how we go because we're, we're going off relatively limited notes. The first match is Alexa Luger defeats Macho Man Randy Savage. And the convoys actually do a half-decent job of making you feel like Lex Luger is a top guy. They're like, this is the fourth time that Lex Luger's beaten Macho Man in the last three months. Surely he has to be close to the number one contender.
1: Which is bizarre because Macho Man, for some reason, is the number one contender. And next week we'll be getting a title shot. It, the guy has lost every match for you know the last six months, and is somehow that WCW's rating system and ranking system is more confusing and less believable than AEW's. <laughs> that,
0: that's uh, that's a ba- <laughs> That's not even a backhanded compliment. That's just an. That's just an insult.
1: The 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 best <laughs> thing about this match is that once it's over, we get like the most batshit insane Kevin Sullivan. Brian Pillman, Arn Anderson promo imaginable.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, Dungeon of Doom and and the Four Horsemen are like in business, right? Like they've been doing some to- like Kevin Sullivan and Arn Anderson, who are the old stages around WCW, have been chat- chatting to each other, and uh, because Brian Pillman basically called out Dungeon of Doom, and Arn Anderson has put the kibosh on that, saying. Hey, I didn't fucking tick off on any war between the Horsemen and Dungeon of Doom, so it's not happening.
1: And and Kevin Sullivan says like I I don't mind you guys, but I uh, you know I just don't like this Pillman kid. And then Pillman then Arn's like, hey, just like you know, back off. And Pillman jumps in on it and starts going mental, and Arn just whacks him. Just
0: actually it, slaps him across the face. It is
1: superb, and it's also like <laughs> I loved it. A moment ago, the Dungeon of Doom were these like heel pretend heels from uh, myth and legend, and now they're like the street tough heel faction, and and the four horsemen of the rich tough heel <laughs> faction. Like this is an yeah. exceptionally strange without context pivot, um, despite mm. the fact that they're still dressed as monsters of myth, but they're just behaving like Boston street fighters.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like they're like uh. The weirdest gang in the film, the Warriors. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they've got they've got through the baseball gang who are weird enough, and then they've got through Lower Manhattan and fucking Kevin Sullivan, the giant, appear out of nowhere. (laughs) It's the Warriors.
1: Just a just an elderly man in his underpants (laughs) and a dressing gown and face paint.
0: You're gonna have a hard time getting through here, Warriors.
1: <laughs> and Jimmy Hart's there, and he has yeah, a with jacket a with, yeah. and his jacket has the old man in his in his underwear painted on the back.
0: <laughs> the Warriors treat them treat the Dungeon of Doom with the same amount of respect as the um, oh, who are the guys in the green t shirt that <laughs> they literally just walk off on. <laughs> There's one gang that's like, "Hey, Warriors, let's have a fight." The Warriors are like, "Nah." uh <laughs> the orphans the orphans
1: oh that's so mean that's so cruel
0: <laughs> they're so they're so inconsequential the warrior's like no nah, we're not even gonna bother with you guys vicious that, that's who the dungeon of doom are they're the they're the <laughs> they're the orphans of wcw <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so this kind of like just ends like kevin sullivan's like keep your fucking punk in check on And they walk off.
1: It's a fair point. Well made. I'm enjoying Brian Pillman at this point, though. I I like, I I think he's like, I'm into loose cannon Brian Pillman.
0: Yeah, you really like him. I don't know. It hasn't hit home with me yet. I mean, I don't hate him or anything. It's interesting. Like, he's definitely causing storylines. Um uh, it's maybe the shouty, shouty nature of it that I'm like, oh, all, right, all right, man, you, you know, you're mic'd up, right?
1: I just, I just love that. Like, it's, it's so classic wrestling. Like, you know, he's got this long, dirty blonde hair and wearing like ripped clothes and stuff, and it's like, you know, smells like Teen Spirit hit in 1992. Kirk Cobain died in 1994, and now professional wrestling has grunge in 1996. It's like they're just so out of step with what's cool, and I love it.
0: It's actually pretty good for wrestling. I mean, that's three years after the fact. Uh, As AEW can attest for the last two weeks, they've been, (laughs) they've pinched Game of Thrones' initial advertising campaign. (laughs) <laughs> which is fucking nine years old, which is about the, we we usually say seven years, right? Yeah. So AEW just adding an extra couple of years to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Winter is coming, really? Jesus Christ. It's like your mum saying, computer says no. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: God, that's a, a grim, a grim, Deeply depressing thing. I'm like, I'm looking forward to like the this, this seven year thing. It's like, the, you know, that like WWE are about to do a 24-7 championship, um, you know, video package that's like R-Truth doing Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball video clip. Like that's absolutely happening.
0: Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> someone will be dressed up as Taylor Swift singing Shake It Off and all that kind oh. of stuff. <clears throat> Um, <laughs> who was the, uh, Alan Thicks was it Alan Thick's son that did that blurred line oh, song? That, they'll be, yeah. they'll do some sort of film clip to that, not realise that that song got cancelled almost immediately <laughs> for numerous reasons. Vince
1: McMahon does not have his finger on the pulse of online cancellations.
0: No, it, no, well, you just. Velveteen Dream, two words. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, his wife... That his would be wife, Vince's favourite song.
1: His wife works for Donald Trump. Like, you know.
0: Well, there's... Yeah, there's that. Vince would love the Blurred Lines. It'd be one of his favourite songs.
1: Can you imagine Vince listening to music? Other than, like, I ACDC? I want it!
0: <laughs> Jesus! Uh, Let's <laughs> the- <laughs> him singing along. Apparently he loves music. Apparently, like, you've heard those... Uh, Pritchard's stories of being locked in the car and him just farting
1: all the way and <laughs> singing songs. Yeah, and- but he just, like, he loves ACDC. Like, you kind not <laughs> He's Such a bogan. He's not just- Such a bogan. He's not like, <laughs> let's, God damn it, let's chuck on Pink Moon by Nick Drake. Just, like, mm. contemplate. Like, maybe Vince McMahon would be better at his job if he was like, have you guys heard 16 Lovers Lane by the Go-Betweens?
0: It's time for some Rogers and Hammerstein <laughs> I'm not going that far uh, Next up we've got the uh, Public Enemy make their their debut in WCW Did you just have trouble um, saying debut? Were you going to say debut? Yeah, I did It's been a really long day, man <laughs> I just started work at 7 o'clock, finished at 6 <laughs> I don't even And I've been talking the whole time <laughs> So, if I just collapse halfway through this episode, then you guys
1: know why. I'll finish it off. Don't uh,
0: worry. It, it's their debut, whatever that word is, <laughs> against the American Mouse, American Mouse, American Mouse.
1: I'm going to be so disappointed when they break up and Buff Bagwell becomes. I, I I still like. I have this little obsession with the fact that he's called Marcus Alexander Bagwell. <laughs> It's, like, it's just such a serial killer thing. It's, like, why is it, There's not another Marcus Bagwell that he needs to be differentiated from. The only reason he's named that is because he's a serial pedophile and the newspapers, like, WCW need to be clear that this isn't just any Marcus Bagwell. This is Marcus Alexander yeah. Bagwell. Mm. So they don't get, like, sued by other Marcus Bagwells. <laughs> I think that's what's happening.
0: I think that's what's happening. What else could it be? <laughs> Um, public enemy defeat the American males in three minutes and 28 seconds here. but There's not so much what happens within the match that, that is important. Uh, the public enemy, uh, Rocco, is is it, is he literally called Rocco Rocco?
1: Flyboy Rocco Rock, I think.
0: (laughs) I've got Rocco Rocco here and Johnny Grunge. Um, there's that grunge influence again on WCW. (laughs) Uh, just beat the shit out of Marcus Bagwell and they put him on a, a double-decker table and then I'm pretty sure it's Johnny Grunge, right, that flies off the top rope through the tables with Marcus Alexander Bagwell on the tables. I believe so. The, uh... This is kind of... We've had elements of hardcore so far, but this is probably the most hardcore we've had, right?
1: Other than Sabu, yeah. Uh, Sabu, yeah. I
0: mean sure.
1: I mean not not to compare them the um I mean they I what we're about to start an ECw podcast um and I watched the first episode of hardcore TV from January 1995 and these guys are on it and they are absolutely different um like they're, they're annoying heels they're not sort of like you're supposed to hate them and I feel like right. they they don't really uh develop that character at all in um in WCW, WCW. like you know I mean oh, yeah I don't want to say too much bad about these guys they're both dead um which is crap also like Johnny Grunge is is the age you would sort of expect him to be here like you know he start he started wrestling in like the late 80s and stuff I just looked up Rocco mm. Rock because I was like, is it Rocco Rocco or is it Rocco Rock? Rocco Rock debuted uh, in 1978. Jesus. Yeah. Like, he is a uh, former IWA Mid South heavyweight champion. Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> it's. That's pretty cool. It's exceptionally strange. Uh, I don't. Sorry. No, 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 you go.
0: I was just going to say, I don't think hardcore, from what I remember, I always liked hardcore wrestling, but being in Melbourne, Australia in the mid-90s, mm. there was no way to watch ECW, and I didn't know anyone who swapped tapes mm. or anything cool like that. So, like, the only <clears throat> the only hardcore wrestling I got was either in WWF or WCW, um, and I just sort of remember that hardcore wrestling didn't seem to be booked Um. Like, in a, in a way that it was taken very seriously. Mm. It, it, it seemed like... And I think Eric has been pretty outspoken about the fact that he's not a hardcore fan, but yeah. it was selling at the time, so he wanted to get it on the show.
1: Yeah, well, I think that it'll be interesting on the ECW podcast to see. I think we talk a lot about the narrative of WCW, but I think the narrative of ECW is that it was just, you know... Paul Heyman's genius and people hitting each other for real with things and like causing brain damage because they were not technically good. Um, I suspect that's probably not right, given that they had you know Dean Malenko and Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and Mick Foley and you know numerous other people. Uh, You know the 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 Fat Girl Thriller, Mark uh, Awesome.
0: Don't steve Stephen austin or something was there i have no, never bit. heard of him sorry anyway, man he seems seems like someone um yeah it's the same narrative i mean the narrative's uh written by the the winners which is vince right so wcw is like this bullshit promotion that existed for four or five years and then fucked off and then he bought that and ecw was like a bunch of dudes in a bingo hall that got lucky for mm. a bit you know um Next up we've got Ric Flair who defeats Sting to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship in 12 minutes. Um this was a pretty good match. Yeah. This is right? probably
1: Sting's best match so far.
0: Yeah, Rick sell I mean <laughs> I know I say this all the time. Ric Flair sells really well, but he does. I mean he makes it makes a huge difference when Sting is in the ring with someone like Ric Flair. Compared to like you know when he's with St- Sergeant Bilko or whatever, he's mm.
1: and 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 once again like you know this is a good match. Ric Flair cheats to win, which is great. Like that's what Ric Flair should be doing, particularly when he's facing a guy ten years younger than him who looks like you know a brick wall. Um, and the the best thing about this match once again is the insane. Your your friend Pucci Hulk Hogan runs down. uh Sting's not sure who to trust. Macho Man says he shouldn't trust Lex Luger. Hulk Hogan says some bizarre things. Then Hulk Hogan starts attacking Macho Man and saying, like, hey, dude, you've got a title shot, dude, and when you win that dude, I'm going to come and take your dude title, dude, and I want to be first in line, dude. And Macho's like, well, you need to be number one contender, which I think actually means, given Hulk Hogan's never lost a match in WCW, he needs to lose more matches.
0: I feel like this is a <clears throat> a recurring thing with Hulk, where he's going to constantly be, you know, friends in uh, inverted comments with people, and then as soon as they succeed, he will appear out of nowhere and be like, "Hey, uh, so do I get a title shot now, or like does that happen tonight, or are we going to do that like tomorrow night, or?" <laughs> um,
1: and and Macho Man sends him away, and Macho Man. You know, is right to do so. Hmm. Um.
0: And then he turns, literally turns <laughs> right back around and comes back to the ring. Poochie, old Hogan. I mean, Hogan. Not the, not Hogan must man.
1: pose. They've got to do the intro.
0: Uh, of course, yeah. He's American made. Eric loves saying, and he is American made. <laughs> live here on TNA. Uh, do his weird Eric intonations on everything. <laughs> Uh, And he uh, defeats Meng, which, I feel sorry for Meng in the time that we've watched um, Nitro. Like, he he is, his reputation in wrestling precedes him, right? Like, everyone is fucking terrified of him in real life. Like, not kayfame. He's a monster. He's a wrecking machine. He's supposed to be one of the toughest guys
1: backstage.
0: Yeah, like, Legit. You know, like, every wrestler who's ever worked with him has stories about, like, yeah, and then he just bit a, kid's head, bit a kid's head off and fucking spat it in the street. That's not a real story. That's I just made that up. But, like, and he's, bo- he's got this stupid cape that he has to wear to fit in with the Dungeon of Doom gimmick. And, you know, like, he's losing to Hulk Hogan in four minutes. And I, I just, like, you've got a monster heel here. Like. Book him as a monster. I mean, I know the giant exists as well, but, like, just have him as a. I don't know. I just feel sorry for him. I watch a match like this and I'm like, poor man. Just not getting booked properly at all.
1: I mean, I don't know how, like.
0: I'm not saying put him over Hulk Hogan. I'm just saying, like, in general, like, you could be booking him a lot better than just using him as a jobber for Hulk, you
1: know. Mm. Well, I mean, you know there's a lot of guys who aren't being booked well in the... um. He sort of has this weird WCW career, though, Meng, where he, like, you know, he's in... Is it Faces of Fear that's WCW or is it Powers of Pain? Faces of Fear. Uh, it's Faces of Fear. Yeah, I think that's right. And, like, you know, they're, like, a good tag team and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, And then, like, occasionally he'll just, like, pop up in a ti- in like a title match or an upper card match and you know sort of job out but give it you know full on performance
0: hmm it's weird
1: it's it is weird but like <laughs> you know it's all right it's not um, I don't I'm never like damn I want to see more of Meng
0: I just think he could be utilized better, that's all. Especially after this match. I was just like, Oh god. Like and I think it's the mask as well. Every time I see him in that mask and cape, it's like I don't know I don't know who's having that conversation with Meng every week. That's like like walks up with the cape. Is it Kevin Sullivan walking up with the cape and Meng's like, Nah. Nah, no way, man. Not again <laughs> Kevin Sullivan's like it's the gimmick. You're in the Dungeon of Doom.
1: Man. The the thing that, like, I think is even more, <laughs> like, full-on would be the fact that, like, Meng is a Chinese surname. And yes. his character is supposed to be, like, the way he dresses uh, is, is a Chinese character. Meng is a Tongan. Someone had to be like, mate. Oh,
0: I haven't even, I haven't even picked up on that yeah. racism. I was just like, what?
1: <laughs> like, he is for some reason playing a Chinese person. Is he really sure? Is he really Tongan, or is he? Is Meng really a Chinese? Surname? No, 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 I know, he, I
0: know, he's definitely. Yeah, is that for like? Is that yeah? I've never thought about it. This is just dawning on me now. Of like, oh god, <laughs> no. No, it is ab- absolutely no. like the
1: the point of his character is for some reason that he's Chinese.
0: That's broad fucking strokes, man. To be that, you know, Samoan Chinese, whatever. Like he's don't... not even
1: Samoan; he's Tongan. <laughs> he's
0: Tongan. Sorry, Tongan. Sorry, I've just dobbed myself in doing the same thing. Like but he still... comes out. Tongan, Chinese, like the countries are nowhere near each other. Their cultures are completely different. It's not, you know, I'm not excusing any kind of racism, but it just is so, I don't know, that, to me, that's like, oh, Russian, Australian, whatever. Yeah, like, like
1: you
0: know, like it's so. If you say, if you're
1: just like Swiss or Swedish or something, or, or, you know, from Norway or from Sweden.
0: Yeah, nor. Norwegian, Swedish, whatever. What's the difference? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't say that to a Norwegian or Swedish person, but, or, or it's but I'm just saying. <laughs> but and the only know, time that like it, that you can say that, you,
1: that it's acceptable <laughs> to say uh, your thoughts about the Norwegian and the, the Swedish peoples is after you've uh, had sex on camera with your best friend's wife. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's when I get cancelled. <laughs> I've legitimately looked up. I'm, like, if you go through my Google search, at least six times during this pandemic, there is a search: "How do you move to Sweden?" This being <laughs> is a legitimate. Uh, it's like, and then I started seeing some uh, data and thinking. I'm going to be
1: honest. I did not at. Think you were gonna say that, and I was like, "Is Damo about to say he's been watching the Hulk Hogan sex tape throughout the <laughs> throughout lockdown?"
0: <laughs> oh, you know it. I mean, throughout <laughs> lockdown, just throughout life.
1: You do keep you now, like, hey, now we've, we don't have restrictions on home gatherings. Anyone want to come around and watch the uh, the Hulk Hogan sex tape? <laughs> we can turn it off before it gets offensive. Verbally. Hey,
0: guys, guys, guys! Christmas is coming up. And uh, I think it'd be really good for us to all meet up and, uh, you know, maybe just have a movie night or something uh, and hang out. <laughs> Damien, if you put that fucking Hulk Hogan sex tape on in front of my kids
1: again, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> well, you know, we'll just go on Schoolies and watch it there. Um. <laughs>
0: I've already got t-shirts made up that says Toolies on the Lads back. on tour. Lads on tour. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're just we're just making each other laugh now. Uh, this we <laughs> we're at the end of the episode. What's I do. on? The, have you got I uh, the other channel? So there, we've, got, we don't? we've got we've got a right,
1: WCW title channel? match here. We've got the debut of the Public Enemy. We've got Lex Luger and Randy Savage in action. Uh, we've got Hulk Hogan wrestling. we just flip the channel to uh, the Bob Carpenter Center in Newark, Delaware. Uh, We've got Owen Hart (laughs) against Marty Jannetty. Okay. Uh, (laughs) We've got uh, what would be a main event uh, anywhere now. The Ringmaster debuting in ring, which is Stone called Steve Austin, uh, defeating Matt Hardy. The Smoking Guns, who they seem to be on every single episode of Raw. Um, yeah,
0: they really against
1: are. the spiders, uh, Spider One and Spider Two. The spiders are going to be the headbangers. Oh God, but they're the spiders at this point. <laughs> okay,
0: don't even and name <laughs> them. Don't even give like you could just pick two random. And this is names. this
1: is weird historically because this might be the. F-
0: what about this? Like, this is just off the top of my head: tarantula <laughs> and huntsman. There you go. That's off the top of my fucking head, Vince. You couldn't like, you couldn't even be bothered doing that. There's a spider one
1: and there's a spider <laughs> two. On point, Vince, impersonation there. Um, I'm going to go Thanks. off and listen to my Mountain Goats album and watch spider matches. <laughs> um, the uh, the <laughs> Undertaker, this is historically significant, defeated Isaac Yankum, DDS, who would eventually be Ooh. his brother Kane.
0: Yankum was never incorporated into that story, right? It uh, wasn't.
1: <laughs> because WWE are lame, they never incorporated that into the story, but fuck, they should have. Would have been so I just don't know great. why. Like, they're obviously so right, and they don't have to explain everything, and they just get away with it. But fuck, I wish they were committed to explaining every inconsistency in just like ludicrous ways,
0: that. But I think it would be yeah. But it would be in an even more enjoyable way. Like, if I ever get the opportunity to run a wrestling promotion, I will do that. That'll be my mandate because that's where the stories come from. How do you get? How do you get? Yankum well, it's easy. So you king?
1: say he had. All right, let's go. Um, <laughs> he had massive amounts of plastic surgery as a teenager after the horrific fire that that mm-hmm. burnt him. Um. He uh, forgot about it all, had lots of therapy, a lot of hypnotism, uh, was, a, was a great student, went to school, became a dentist, uh, you know, was always drawn to wrestling and wasn't sure why. And one night at a house show, um, the pyro uh, went off near him and it melted his plastic surgery, reborn, burning his face, and the hypnotism snapped. And he realized that he was the Undertaker's brother, Kane and that he must now destroy uh, The Undertaker. And that's how you do it. Yes!
0: I just wanted to do... I a, think that's a... Bear.
1: I think that's a... a it's better that's than great. not explaining it all. Fucking it's a-
0: salt. <laughs> you could, you could, like, you could turn that into... You could, you could literally do that in the amount of time you've done it, or you could put it over three vignettes. Exactly. I mean... Writing wrestling is easy, man. Well, particularly in
1: 1995 when you've got the smoking guns defeating the (laughs) spiders.
0: Am I ever going to do a podcast where the fucking guns aren't involved in some shape or form? No, never. I'm sorry. No, God damn it. All right. Well, I'm off to fight my mortal enemies. Damn you, Bartholomew Gunn and Uh, Billy Gunn, William Gunn lose really badly because they're all fucking huge um they actually seem like nice people when you hear them interviewed but anyway uh like trying to walk everything back in case i do ever run into a (laughs) gun. um uh heaps more people listening all the time really appreciate that it's not a gloat it's just a fact and it's because of you guys telling your friends and and we really do appreciate that we've got new podcasts that are starting one is starting this week uh, which will be our uh, NWA weekly show. I will try and come up with something better than NWA weekly. Why bother? NWA <laughs> So wouldn't. that should be out in the... <laughs> I want you on this to talk smack about NWA. But anyway, it'll just be a short little episode to talk about what's going on because I love that promotion so much and no one else does. Uh, but if you do, you should listen to it. Um, and then as Matt mentioned earlier, we'll be starting a, uh, God, there's so many acronyms. I'm losing all the, It's <laughs> I'm losing ECW, uh, podcast, uh, in January, where we will be going through, uh, all of that month's hardcore TV episodes. And then just having like a big, long chat about it. Um, Matt's in charge of that one. So I don't actually really know what the format will be, but once we, once we sit down and record. It'll be fun because we have fun.
1: Well, out. we'll see. We'll see. I think I'm intentionally going to make sure <laughs> it's it not won't. particularly fun.
0: <laughs> oh, come on, man. We've got such a good boy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, if you can tell your friends about us, rate and review us on iTunes. That's probably one thing that you guys could do for us. Um, if you get a chance, that would be a big help. Um. <clears throat> We're WrestleWolf on all the socials. You, you don't really need the address. Uh, our email address is uh, WrestleWolfPodcast at Gmail if you want to send us an email. Uh, but until next time, Pepe is dead, brother friends.